0: everyone, we continue our read through of the New Testament. And today we wrap up Paul's second letter to the Thessalonians. He closes the letter by writing, Finally, brothers, pray for us that the word of the Lord may speed ahead and be honored as happened among you, and that we may, that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men. For not all have faith, but the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. And we have confidence in the Lord about you, that you are doing and will do the things that we command. May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. Now we command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness and not in accord with the tradition that you received from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us because we were not idle when we were with you. "'Nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it, "'but with toil and labor we worked night and day "'that we might not be a burden to any of you. "'It was not because we do not have that right, "'but to give you in ourselves an example to imitate. "'For even when we were with you, "'we would give you this command, "'If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. "'For we hear that some among you walk in idleness,' not busy at work, but busy bodies. Now such persons we command and encourage in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. If anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of that person and have nothing to do with him that he may be ashamed. Do not regard him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. And may the Lord of peace give himself, you, himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. This is the sign of genuineness in every letter of mine. It is the way I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. All right, so a few things that Paul gives us here in this, this beautiful closing. Right. The first thing that he asks for is he asks for prayer. I love this picture. That the Lord may speed the word of the Lord may speed ahead and be honored, uh, just as it was among you. The goal here is to pray that the word of the Lord will be effectual as the missionary, as Paul and Silas go forward in the missionary work. That the word of God would go forth with power, and that many would come to salvation through the preaching of the word. He then goes on to say, right that the Lord is faithful. In light of the wicked world that that seeks to bring uh, oppression and to shut down the spread of the gospel, the Lord is faithful to preserve it. And he will guard the mission against the evil one as he guards his people against the evil one. They will not be swept away or lost. All those whom he has elected, those he chose, like we saw back in 2 Thessalonians 2, those he will not lose one of them. He will be faithful unto the finish. He who began a work in them will bring it unto completion. And therefore they ought to follow in faithfulness, looking to the Lord, and looking to the commands that are passed on through his apostolic messengers. He then goes on to warn those who have fallen into idleness. These are those individuals who he also refers to as busybodies. Uh, Perhaps the uh, the biggest reason that these busybodies have come is they have been taught either by these false teachers that one, they have missed the coming of the Lord and therefore they have no reason to be faithful or diligent in their service. Or others, they might still have such an imminent expectation of Christ that they feel like they should not worry about the any issues of today. That they don't need to work. That they should lounge on each other. Perhaps they have heard of the, the call for benevolence ministry and the need to care for one another. And there are others who are simply trying to Uh, binge off of the benevolence of the body. And so they do not seek to work or provide any means by which they can help, but rather are simply trying to uh, mooch off of the compassion of the body. And, And Paul makes very clear, if they are not willing to work, they will not eat, right? Now, notice here. The, the, the context is willingness. It's not saying that anyone who can't work shouldn't eat. That would obviously be a situation in where the care and the compassion of the church would be to take care of that brother or sister who is unable to care for themselves. But an individual who is unwilling to work, who has given themselves over to the sin of idleness, who refuses to properly care for themselves when they have the capacity to do so. They are not being good stewards with themselves, and they are to be corrected, lovingly corrected by the church and warned as a brother and sister that they are, they are living in opposition to, to the will of the Lord. And Paul has set an example for this by ensuring that everywhere they went, though they could have made demands regarding their apostolic you know, authority, he has chosen to work everywhere he goes to not be a burden at all upon the church, but also to show that where you have the capacity to work, to help not be a burden to others, and to help be able to have means to provide for others who do have uh, legitimate needs. Uh, that is a central aspect of the Christian calling is to work where you are capable to not only to be able to provide for yourself, but to provide compassion and care where you are able to do so and to never have to be in debt to man, right? We are called to be obedience here. And the, gr- the great reminder that the Lord of peace himself will give you peace at all times And in every way, Paul closes off that little signature here. He's probably had Silas or Timothy or someone else, some Aminuensis who has written the letter for him. But he signs off with this personal letter, right? He's had a scribe write down the things that he has spoken, but he wants to close with a signature showing this beautiful picture of pastoral care and love that he has. You know, I want to just simply go back to this. Verse 3, but the Lord is faithful and he will establish you and guard you against the evil one. There is much in this letter about the dangers of the present evil age, the coming man of lawlessness, the falling away that occurs at the end of the age, um, the way in which the, the spirits of delusion comes upon those because they hated the truth, they rejected the truth. All of that can be something which is very concerning and scary and unfortunately has caused many to become pessimistic, have, has become uh, fearful of the times, and that is not who we are called to be. We have hope. We do not have fear. We know exactly the will of the Lord, and we know the victory of the Lord, and we know that He is faithful to guard His own. And so, brothers and sisters, do not look at the world with fear or fret. Look to the Lord who is faithful to ensure the salvation and protection of His sheep all the way to completion. He who began a good work in you will bring it unto completion. Those whom He elected, He called. Those He called, He justified. Those He justified, He will sanctify. Those He sanctifies, He will glorify. This golden chain of redemption, and there are no fallouts. Not because we are perfect or faithful, but because He is perfect and faithful to save all those who have received His Son by grace through faith. God will guard you. Let that that let that give joy and peace to your heart forever and always. No matter how dark things may seem to get, Christ is faithful and he will guard you from the evil one. God bless.